Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Dud. I'm Obert. And I'm Jason. Hey! Whoa. Welcome, welcome, Jason. Hey, so first off, we didn't hear the intro music. Uh, well, you're ruining the podcast magic. <laughs> the, the, the magic of post-editing. That's why I'm here. I have, uh, I have bad news if you're excited about... 45 minutes into this podcast for another audio clip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, no, we, um, we don't actually have the live performance every time of our, of our intro music, which uh, I don't know. Some people are saying it's getting stale. I think I like our intro song. We'll just use uh, a different part of the song. Classic. How about that? Just get an orchestra to play the uh, intro music every time. <laughs> that's what our. That's what we should make our Patreon uh, like our goal tier. Well, the is o- to raise enough money to hire an orchestra to to compose a theme song. The only us. music that we ever play live is the sax music at the end of the patron episodes. Right. You bring right. in Kenny G himself, right? Well, we get Todd to play it on his saxophone. Yeah, yeah, it's me that yeah. plays it on the saxophone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, welcome, Jason. Jason, a uh, lifelong friend of the co-hosts here. Little known fact that, uh, yeah, we all grew up together, and I don't know if we ever shared a bus ride, the four of us, but uh, it's possible. Uh, I don't I, think I did. I think I was on a different bus. <laughs> there might have been one time where your bus driver was out sick, we were all on the <laughs> <Maybe>. same bus. <laughs> we definitely shared kindergarten through 12th grade, though. That's true. That's true. Also, Jason's our movie expert of the podcast so yes uh naturally we had to have him on because chris couldn't stop talking about all these movies he's been seeing recently you know i just you know i just i'm 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 a a fan of the theater so i had to go see what did i see i think i saw star wars episode nine most recently so you know i'm pretty i'm pretty up to date with my movies so i'm sorry (laughs) <laughs> I thought it was uh, Detective Pikachu was the last last one you saw in theaters. I no, I didn't go. To, I know I, no common misunderstanding. I, I I watched that one on on Blu-ray. On a, uh, okay, five years after it came out. Um. <laughs> yeah, Jason, do you have any any advice on how we can get Chris to watch more movies? Uh, I think we need to have more movies around centered around Pokemon be made for him to actually watch more movies. You know, I actually have seen a few Pokemon movies recently. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? It should surprise. Yeah, it should. I mean, everybody wondering out there, like, oh my god, what what is what is our our movie lover and aficionado Chris up to? Um, my kids have been into uh, some of the older Pokemon movies, so there you go. That's what we've been watching. <laughs> Which you just catch like pieces of whenever you're in the room. Yeah, and then um, CJ tries to tell me the the entire plot as I'm sitting there with him watching the movie. Yep, it's about it's about right. <laughs> well, we've shared a lot of movie opinions and thoughts over the years on this podcast. Uh, Jason, now's your chance to to rebut each and every one of those. <laughs> tell us where we got our movie opinions right and where we got them wrong. And uh, uh, you have a, we'll give you about thirty seconds, right, <laughs> starting right now. All right. Well, start through our entire catalog. One, you're wrong. Every opinion, <laughs> all three of you have had, is wrong. Unless you've agreed with me accidentally, then you're right. I, I mean, but for the wrong reasons. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Probably. Wrong reasons. <laughs> I don't know. Have you seen the Austin Powers movies recently, though? <laughs> recently, no, but I have watched them many times. <laughs> 
See, I, we both like Austin Powers, so there you go. That just cements the fact that. But for the wrong reasons, you like I know. It for the yes, wrong reasons. For the wrong reasons. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I will say I liked everything and or anything and everywhere all at once that I saw with you. Fun fact: we did not sit in the same row, but we were in the same movie theater. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun the second time too because I got to catch all of the easter eggs that you know start right from the beginning of the movie that maybe you don't pick up on halfway through or three quarters of the way through you go oh that's where that was from right up front interesting yeah i'll have to watch that one again because i enjoyed it the first time as well but i haven't gone through it again um, is that the brandon fraser movie no that's the whale yep <laughs> brandon fraser's a thing again did you guys, he, you guys hear about he this did, <laughs> he did play a fat guy in a movie uh, he's back he's, he's done that twice actually he's back He's, he's, done a, he's played a fat guy twice? Yeah, what was that gangster movie that he was in uh, recently? It was something like a very generic name, like fat the Tony. something. Uh, don't worry. I will Google it. We have the, Keep mo- talking, we have the movie expert on. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I, you, I wish I Somehow in the was... first five minutes of this podcast, you've mentioned a movie <laughs> that I've never heard of. I think, it's, I think it's George of the Jungle. I think that's what he's talking about. No sudden move. That's what it was. I made it a handle. Still drawing like, a blank. How how recent is it? Twenty twenty one. It's like it's like a type mobster type movie. Uh, Don Cheadle, Benicio del Toro, David Harbor. They end up getting mixed up in some bad business. It's really good. Uh, IMDb gives it a six point four, which I think is low. It's a but... it's a Soderbergh movie. Yeah, I think it was on Netflix for a time. Oh no, wait, maybe HBO. Hey, you know, there's an app for that. Is there? <laughs> there is. Be a handle. Okay. Be a handle in a couple he, weeks. Here's the one sentence summary on IMDb: A group of criminals are brought together under mysterious circumstances and have to work together to uncover what's really going on when their simple job goes completely sideways. So, uh, it's a buddy rom com. Not quite, but <laughs> uh, Brendan Fraser is in it. So he's playing everywhere. a different fat guy. Was. Yeah. Was he already fat from the whale movie, and he just happened to be losing the weight during this? Uh, no, I think he's fatter in the whale. So he was on his way to becoming the whale. So going back to to movies that people have actually seen, Jason, it's a good movie, <laughs> and you should watch it. Jason, do you have any Oscar prediction? Not Mister Oscar, but Oscar predictions. Actual Oscar predictions? Yes. Well, I'm sure the Fablemans will sweep because that just seems like a movie that's going to sweep at the Oscars. Have you seen it? But I, I have not seen it. But I was a big fan of Tar and the Banshees of Sharon, so I'd be happy with either of those. Either winning or winning for uh, Best Actor or Actress for Kate Blanchett for Tar. I haven't seen any of those movies. So. I I've, I've heard of Tar. <laughs> I haven't heard of the other one. I'm not surprised. I think you want to make the description for this this podcast. It's, it's a podcast about mo- where we normally drink beer, but this time we talk about movies that one of the four of us have seen. <laughs> <laughs> so every conversation I have ever had about movies with anybody. <laughs> have you seen this movie? No, That's, that'll be it's the name of this episode. It's a three and a half hour movie about a woman peeling potatoes in her apartment, but I swear it's good. <laughs> oh, Wait, what is that movie? Yeah. Uh, Gene Dealman. It's a classic movie. It was voted the number one movie by Sight and Sound in the Sears poll. Speaking of three and a half hour movies, I just watched Babylon this weekend. Oh, how was that one? Um, weird, but it was. It kind of felt like kind of like a Tarantino ripoff in a way, where it was like absurd for no real reason, with like 
strange amounts of graphic violence in unexpected places. You know, I didn't really have any interest in seeing that movie, but uh, based on every <laughs> negative review I've heard from anybody, it just makes me want to see it. Uh, did my... So, okay, another another movie that no one has seen except for one of those. <laughs> We're I've off got, to a great start. <laughs> I've got a movie that Chris might have even seen. I watched Braveheart this past weekend. How Does it hold up? It actually, it still surprisingly holds up, which I was pleasantly surprised with. Looking at Chris's face, he has not seen Braveheart. Um, <laughs> you never, like, were in high school history class that they needed to fill a couple days? No, no. my high school history class did Forrest Gump. <laughs> we, we watched Shawshank in mine, or my economics class. I've seen Shawshank, that one I know. I know that one. That's a good one. But no, I have not seen Braveheart. So just your, just, you're just letting us know you saw Braveheart? Yeah, I don't think we really need to discuss Braveheart in any great detail. <laughs> um, I am a little upset that, uh, that Mel Gibson went a little crazy there for, for a while, because um, he's a pretty good director. Some might say he's still going crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I haven't heard from him in, since, jeez, uh, what was, uh, Hacksaw Ridge, I think was the last movie that he directed. Oh, so what was, was that before or after Apocalypto? I never saw that one. I think that was after apocalypto was in the mid 2000s yeah hacksaw ridge came out in like 2018 2017 something like oh that. okay i think there's rumors of passion of the christ too coming out electric but. boogaloo <laughs> even more passion. he's back e- even more <laughs> i like it um but anyway let's let's move on from the part of the show where we talk about movies that one of us has seen and move towards the part of the show where one of us drinks a beer the other three guys will listen to um jason you being our guest do you want to go first or or uh, somebody else lead it off i think i should do this the way we always did um presentations in school i'd like to go third i think okay yeah you would want to be the last one but you want to be the forgettable middle right exactly yep. yeah Got it. Um, I'll go. I'll go first. All right. Oh, what is the malted liquor? What gets you drunk or quicker? What comes in bottles or in cans? Beer. Can't get enough of it. Beer. How we really love it. Beer. Makes me think I'm a man. Okay. So since our last recording, our last podcast came out, I actually traveled to the uh, sunny shores of Florida. And while I was down there, I was sad. I wasn't going to bring any beer home because I had a carry-on bag. But then they let me check. I got a text from Delta saying I can check my bag for free. So I was like, got to stop next to the airport at a brewery, get some beer for the podcast to talk about. Because I love bringing beer from other states back uh, after a flight to have on the podcast. I think it's kind of my thing. Well, first of all, hang on. We have to address the elephant in the room. How was the weather? Because weather is different in different places. A lot warmer than Montana. It was not as warm as it could have been. I think if I was in like Southern Florida, I was by like Cape Canaveral. Uh, If I was in Southern Florida, it would have been like t-shirt weather it was like half t-shirt weather half like hoodie and shorts weather you know what i mean yeah which i'll take hoodie and shorts still warmer any day than montana still that de- still warmer than montana <laughs> i stopped at this brewery next to the orlando airport called ellipsis brewing they have some really award-winning stouts and good stuff and i had to pick this one up especially for chris because i know he's a fan this is called uh Buster Sword, and it's a oh neat. Okay, Uh, I don't know who Buster is or what his sword's all about, but I knew that (laughs) if I had it on, Chris would be able to tell us all about it. So he's a Final Fantasy guy, Buster. (laughs) It's Cloud Sword. (laughs) 
Okay. That's, that's from seven, seven, 10, seven, 11? Seven. Okay. Yeah. That's definitely nice. him on the can, too. Yes. Yeah, yeah they had a whole bunch of Final Fantasy themes. It's, it's a little copyright infringement, but just don't tell Square Enix. How do you know that they don't have some kind of uh, arrangement? Maybe they licensed it. It is Orlando, after all. They got all kinds of promotional tie-ins there. Double New England IPA, Columbus with DDH Strata and DDH Nelson Savine, the spiky hair blonde guy. <laughs> Buster. Buster. <laughs> Buster, <laughs> the famous hero from Final Fantasy VII. Um, just looks like Cloud, all right, with how cloudy the beer is. Time for Jason's favorite part of the show, where we see how see-through the beer is. And um, not very is the answer. Yeah, no. You could, you could definitely hide from a T-Rex, would not know where you were. Um, at all in this if you were in a beer in this beer with a t-rex <laughs> world's best scale jason how do you feel about this segment i have no idea what's going on right now <laughs> that's that's how i feel like uh, all of our listeners feel when we do t-rex, the t-rex rating on the nose sure smells like a new england ipa um i don't know i'm the columbus hop base is not one we'd normally see but citrusy goodness on the nose. You know, all the New England-y stuff. I'm uh, diving in. Cheers, guys. I wasn't sure how it would hold up being in several airplanes. Answer, really quite well. Um, I don't know. I don't didn't see a canned-on date here, but it seemed like they churned through their cans pretty quick at the place I was at. So I have no reason to doubt this isn't this is very fresh. Uh, and you can taste it. Really get a lot of the hop juiciness, amazingness right in the glass. Um, tastes like a Florida orange, perhaps, or a Florida grapefruit, maybe even. I don't know what citrus it is, but it's definitely from Florida. That's <laughs> that's true. I like this can art. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I don't remember what the other Final Fantasy themed ones they had. It's apparently was, one but... of five. It's one of five different artworks. Oh, for the same beer? No. So they or have they the... have like five different. Okay. They have like the Fantasy Five, so there's five different, I would assume, Final Fantasy themed beers. Can you let us know what they're called or no? I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Okay. I wasn't sure if this was like an untapped sitch. Is there is there no. one named like Blitzball? This was definitely the coolest one, I can tell you that much, of what they what I saw. So actually that's not true. I bought it for the hot profile. It looked like the tastiest one. I typically buy my beers based on which ones have the coolest can art. It's a good, it's a good method. Then I promptly forget which beers I've actually had, so I end up buying the same ones again because of the can art. <laughs> Boy, do we have an app for you? <laughs> they have, they have some really cool name beers. They've also got a lot of beers. Yeah, it seemed like the kind of brewery that didn't recycle a lot of recipes. You know, the kind of place that every month they have a never before made beer. That's just their old recipes lately tweaked. Now, did you have beers on location as well, or did you just... I, d- I did. I didn't check this one in, but I did check in a couple of their others. They had some pretty good fruited sours. One of their highest rated ones uh, that I tried was the Hawaiian Punch Sour. Pretty good. Tasted like Hawaiian Punch, almost exactly. And then they had their stout aged in three different kinds of bourbon barrels that was also like you know 4.3 beers so very very good stouts um overall in the central florida north florida area it seemed like the best brewery between 
the Space Coast and Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I can tell you four of the names. I don't know what the, I don't know if they haven't released the fifth one or the fifth one's just not on tap anymore. But their other three that they have are Baby Kwe K W E H. Okay, that's a um, that's yep. Okay, it's like a, it looks like a giant chocobo. Yeah, it's like it's a I guess the it's the 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 sound a chocobo makes. Uh, the flower peddler, which is Ares. That's and it's a picture of her. And then Masamune, which just looks Orin. like except what's that? Orin. That's Orin's sword. Oh, that's Orin's sword. Okay. Yeah. I was like, it looks like Sephiroth in the picture, but it's also yay big. <laughs> and by yay big, I mean my minuscule. But that's so that's Orin. No, that is Sephiroth. Masamune was also Orin's sword. Huh. Interesting. It's possible they messed up the Final Fantasy lore while they were making the beers. I doubt that. It's probably they're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was a really cool brewery with. They had a lot of video game. Well, they have one called Hyrule Age of Hops. Which is pretty cool. Yep, I had that one, um, and they also had, like I said, was saying they had a lot of like cool wall art that was like NES themed and stuff like that. They had a couple of old retro console stations set up for pe- for their customers to play at. Their flight board is pretty cool. It looks like an N sixty four controller. Yeah, I saw that too. I didn't. They didn't take it down when I ordered a flight. They just gave me the four glasses. Oh, uh, I found the fifth one. Magic Materia. Okay, there we go. That was well well worth the wait. But, uh, with that, I'm going to rate this Buster Sword. I like it quite a bit. Um, does it? I don't know if it deserves bonus points for being the best New England IPA I had in Florida. Maybe the best one they make in the state. I don't know. But um, I'm giving it a 4.0 because I'm feeling generous today. Okay. Yeah, that's all. If you, to, if you had to guess what only 87 other people on Jeez, the planet nice. have rated this beer. Oh, so it must be fresh. Um I think they like it. I think it's going to be... You know what? I think I'm right. I think it's a 4.00. You're close. It's a 4.08. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. On the board. Advantage is going first. Um, yeah. It seems like everybody loves it. The weighted average is a 3.8. Yeah, I don't think I tried this one on tap. Like I said, I did have the Zelda one, but... Uh, and a lot of their fruited sours, but... Glad this one's pretty good, but we got... Three more of use to go through. So I know Jason's up, not next, but third. <laughs> That's right. So who's who's going next here? Well, I got I got something. I got something. Me. Or does he? Or do I? Uh... I don't like the fact that he moved the fridge so close because now we don't get the old man groan when he. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's, we're missing that. You guys are missing. Yeah, I know. <sighs> it was it was a part of it was a part of maybe I'll maybe I'll have to go pee and. Then you then you'll get lucky. <laughs> All right. So uh, as as we discussed last episode, I am uh, eight days away from completing my uh, my my sober sober February. Um, and in order to uh, keep that alive, I have a zero alcohol uh, offering from Sierra Nevada, which I don't remember if Obert had on the podcast before or not. No. Okay. Cool. I have not. No. Okay. Cool. So this is Sierra Nevada's Hop Splash which is their sparkling hop-infused water made with citra and amarillo hops. I don't know if you guys can oh, see it or okay. not. But it's, uh, yeah, it's refreshing and hydrating. Zero alcohol and calories, so it's healthy for you. Um, that's, how, that's how it works. So, but yeah, we'll get into now, this. Now, I know Tud has had one of these hop waters on before. I'm really curious to see how this compares to N.A. beer. That's Yeah, I think I had hop water on. 
one time. From I think it's uh, Lagunitas. I think. Oh yeah, one. yeah, that's right. They do they do that one right. Yeah, yeah. so um, yeah, saw this and wanted to uh, wanted to give it a little, little, little try. I'm gonna drink it out of the can like a Neanderthal. Here we go. Um, well, now we don't know if it's clear or not. Wait, hang on, hang on. How many how many proteins? How many oh. irons? Oh, so this is all zeros, zeros the whole way down. There's no nutrition. So it's just water with nothing. a hot pill in it. It's, yeah. I can tell you it's not a significant source of saturated fat, trans fat, cholesterol, dietary fiber, vitamin D, calcium, and potassium, or anything else. <laughs> <laughs> not a significant sh- source of shit, except for hydration. Ingredients, water, hop, hops, carbon dioxide. That's all, that's all it says. Oh. All right, so Citra and Amarillo, uh, and let's go ahead and do the whole tasty test thing. Whiskey's too rough. Champagne costs too much, but to put my mouth in gear. All this little refrain should help me explain. As a matter of fact, I love beer. Yes, he likes beer. It smells pretty hoppy coming out of the can. Smells pretty hoppy. Jason, have you ever had a a non-alcoholic beer and or a hop water? I don't think I have. Aren't non-alcoholic beers half a percent alcohol? So does this actually count for uh, so brebery brebery? So, so some of them are, and some of them aren't. Yeah, depending. On, this is this is a um, this wasn't brewed. Brewed? How do you make how do you make seltzer brewed? I think you just take water. I mean, if, this this was take water and put CO two in it. No, no, no. But like, I, yeah, okay. So hard I guess, seltzer. I, I guess so. Yeah. How would you make hard seltzer though? Just pour vodka into seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> I hope no one's paying attention. Yeah. I think so. I think it's I think it's brewed right with like sugar. Like I think they put sugar and throw yeast in it, right? I don't know. So right. basically, they take a regular beverage and just make it taste bad, and then call it a non-alcoholic seltzer beer. Yeah, yeah. And this uh, one, but this most, one I think is just water with hops. Yeah, this one's just water with hops. There was no alcohol ever introduced into it. Um, the last beer I had, I believe, was point less than 0.5 percent alcohol the root groot groot stout wherever that went um but that's always designated as i like how you looked around like maybe last week's beers hanging out in your room somewhere no no not last week's beer two weeks ago i thought i thought about it i was like i was like just chilling i have the can here somewhere i'm like no that's very long ago um so the best number one i enjoy this the best way I can explain it is it tastes... It's bong water, basically. It's bong water, yes. It tastes like a brewery <laughs> smells. So you go into a okay. you go into a brewery, you get the... You're, you're like, oh, man. Like, that that smell, this is what... It, that's what it tastes like. It just... You get... So it's like you're drinking water in a room where you have, like, a brewery-scented Yankee candle. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. <laughs> um, I get... I get the... Oh, man. I feel like I get more of the Amarillo hops than I do the Citra hops. But there definitely is some like citra aspects to it, like up front, and then it, it's very powerful towards the end. Um, but like I said, it, like that's the only thing I can think of now that I now that I've said it, it's tainted my mind forever. It tastes like a brewery smells, <laughs> which is, in my opinion, I enjoy it. It's good, um, pretty refreshing. Uh, won't get sloshed off these bad boys. Um, it's I don't know. It's good. It's good. I'm I'm impressed. I'm impressed with it. Um, I don't know. There's not much else I can really say. <laughs> What's the earliest in the day you would start drinking that? A Ooh, hop splash. That's, oh, that's a good question. I don't know if I drink it in the morning. I'll, I'll tell you that. 
I mean, like, what's normal brewery brewery hopping time? One 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 at one p.m. One p.m. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think okay. anytime afternoon is afternoon. Valid, yeah. right? I think that I think that's a that's a that's a good. I think I stand by that. I think afternoon. And you know what they say? You can't not drink all day if you don't not drink in the morning. That's so. very true. That's very true. Maybe the diehards, the diehard non-alcoholic people, <laughs> they might start these in the morning. But me, I'm waiting till afternoon. I'm cl- I'm classy. The non-alcoholics. Yeah, <laughs> the non-alcoholics might drink these in the morning, but not me. Not me. No way. Well, huh. okay. Well, no, that's a good question because, like, you know, I could imagine if. You're ready to, you know, if you wanted to start your day with a refreshing hot beverage, but it sounds like this is too close to how beer tastes for that. I've had a hop tea in the morning before. Like, I just brought it with, I, I didn't have any coffee and I was like, oh, I can grab this out of the fridge. It has caffeine in it. And I, So it was uh, iced, iced tea. It wasn't hot, right? Yeah. So remember the, I think I brought it on here at one point for the non-alcoholic beers, but it's the hop tea and it's tea that's flavored with hops. I, they have caffeine, so it was a good coffee substitute. Yeah, I think I remember that. Um, so yeah, hop splash. I enjoy it. It's good. You should try it if you guys see it around, or if you're if you're curious, if you especially if you like sparkling water, what what have you, and you like the smell of a brewery, you should, you should give it a try. <laughs> well, um, I don't see it on Untapped. Yeah, it's I not think, there. I, th- I think you have to rate this on the seltzer scale. Ooh, there are a bunch of things that are called hop splash, but none of them are this. <laughs> um well i forgot what the, the seltzer scale is from zero to where zero is water zero to 100 where zero is water and 100 is soda is soda <laughs> right um this is pretty this is pretty high up there i think um let me see in this case 100 could be sp- spiked seltzer or should 100 pieces beer <laughs> yeah 100 is a Michelob ultra oh my god that's that's <laughs> the, the seltzerist that's, of beer that's the gold standard we're going for right there <laughs> It's just the closest beer can become to being seltzer without becoming seltzer. <laughs> um, I think it's pretty good. I think this to me is an eighty-three on the seltzer scale. It's a good one. It's a good seltzer. Nice. Yeah, for being a non-alcoholic. So, but yeah, there you go. Um, maybe like a three, three seven five on the untap scale. I know that doesn't equal out, but they're two different scales. So. Oh yeah, you didn't actually rate it right. Yeah. So, um, which means once I rate it on untap. I'm gonna guess a three seven five. I'll be right, but unfortunately, you have to have like twenty five check-ins to be. I'm gonna check it out twenty five times. <laughs> okay, well, sounds like that was pretty good. And uh, now, who's next in class to present? Oh, please don't pick me! Please don't pick me! <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go last? <laughs> uh, what about Jason? Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it! And you know, I felt this whole time exactly like I did in class. Just waiting. You were just get waiting picked. to present. To so you should have gone first. You should have gone first. I, then you with, I could have left, put my microphone down. I'd be gone. Uh-huh. You wouldn't hear from me again. Just start watching a movie. Yep. Be done with the movie by the time you guys are done talking about your beers. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so, what, so what are you drinking? The beer uh, I brought on today, as I was saying earlier, uh, the can art caught me. So I don't know if you can see that, but you can see by the award-winning blue ribbon that it's an award-winning beer. It's a Pabst blue ribbon. Ooh, that's what it says right there. Just a random <laughs> never, blue ribbon. Yep. So I heard they I, make I a really good uh, whiskey. Yeah, I guess it's a popular beer. I mean, if it won an award and they just put that ribbon right on the can, it must it must be good. It's gotta be good. 
And then I looked up. What are you up, actually uh, drinking? I looked up how to uh, <laughs> prepare it, so I prepared it in the way the internet told me to, which is eight seconds in the microwave to get to ninety degrees. Uh, you want to be eight <laughs> degrees below body temperature. <laughs> that way, it's really refreshing. Yes. Uh, I thought one you had sugar to drink cube out of an old old leather splash boot. Splash of milk. Uh, you you can go bag in or bag out. I went bag in for this one. <laughs> Did you say one sugar cube and a splash of milk? Yes. Good old refreshing PBR. <laughs> 90 Person degrees. Is. 90 degree PBR. Sometimes sometimes there's a place in the world for PBR. Yeah, like the bath. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're sick. It was Saturday morning and, you know, you don't want too much caffeine. So, microwave a PBR. <laughs> ah, that is refreshing, okay. too. I have to ask what you're actually drinking because it doesn't look like a PBR. What do you mean? It doesn't look like a PBR? No, it looks like an Imperial Coffee Stout. Uh, that definitely says Pabst Blue Ribbon. <laughs> actually, well, give us give us your uh, review then of your 90 degree, 90 degree milk, milky sugary PBR. <laughs> One sugar cube. Oh, hold on, I just have, let me let me just squeeze the bag. Uh, let me just squeeze the bag. Get every drop out. I would say this one's very refreshing. I'm trying to continue this joke, but I keep wanting to say what it actually tastes like. <laughs> that's how they. Yeah, it's a lot harder to fake fake review. Fake review. It's hard to fake a review when I'm. I'll give you this. You went drinking the beer. You went a long time faking this review. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, as Brendan was implying, ruining my joke. Uh, I'm drinking a purgatory. Was I ruining it, or was I giving you an <laughs> offer? <laughs> <laughs> I've never found an off-ramp I'd take in my life. <laughs> Nothing but highways. <laughs> yep. Imperial Coffee Stout. It's actually a uh, very coffee forward. Who's it brewed good. by? It was, uh, I, I chose the coffee stout to keep myself awake through this podcast. Yeah, we record on uh, Montana hours. <laughs> what are you, what, what's the brewery? Uh, they're not going to tell me. I think it might actually be Purgatory. Oh, oh nope. Fat Orange Cat. There we go. I think it's like oh, a nice. collaboration or something. Oh, and now I get it. Per yeah. I was wondering if it was. I saw I saw the cat on that PBR, and I was wondering who it was. Yep. Yeah. Well, every PBR has the fat orange cat logo on it, right? <laughs> it's true. Dude, that thing's eleven percent. Whew. Cheese and rice. Oh, okay. And, and by by Jason by awake, he means beer. not awake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the alcohol content will cancel out the coffee. Yeah. So I think on the uh, untapped scale, I'd probably give this a, I think I'd give it a 4.0. Okay. Very nice. Now, would you say that's better or worse than 90 degree PBR? It depends. Uh, if I have a cold, I really want that 90 degree PBR. Do you, do you that's, taste? That's your secret tr- trick to getting well. Yes. That, that usually Just drinking a really it. shitty beer at uh, <laughs> lukewarm temperature. Next time you tell me that you're sick, I'm going to drive to your house with a 90 degree PBR, a shot of milk, and a, and a sugar and one, cube. One soul, just, one soul sugar cube. Just put it down your shirt on the drive over, and then that'll keep it the right, about <laughs> yeah, the right. And then you just wring the shirt out. Well, I, yeah. I figure I would stick it in my armpit just to give it that extra, yeah. like, that funk. I thought that would be a little too warm, but it could be, yeah. Um. No, I see on this, do you taste the trouble, the double dry beaned? of this beer that's that's the that's what their slogan was that they double you know, dry now that i'm beer. reading it on the front of the can yes yes i do 
<laughs> I'm also tasting the single origin Colombian coffee. Ooh. I do like the fact that they probably use better coffee to make their beer than I do to make my coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Most Folgers is just as good as Purgatory. No, over it looks like a Maxwell House kind of guy. Uh, Yeah, good to the last drop, baby. Oh, gross. No, oh, so Purgatory is the coffee manufacturer. Yeah. And Fat Orange Cat is the. Yeah, Purgatory is the coffee shop in Middletown. There's multiple places, but that's its main location. Oh. Is it, is it good coffee? It's very good coffee. Slightly expensive. Um, but their whole theme is like because Cats. it's called purgatory. No, it's it's like it's like hell. So like there's like oh. like skeletons and like ghosts and things like that because you're in purgatory. Purgatory. And so mm. Fat Orange Cat is you know correctly playing off the name even more mm-hmm. by spelling it P U R R and not P E R K. Yes. Can you taste the eleven percent alcohol? Yes, you can definitely taste the eleven percent alcohol. I think it's because I put it in the microwave for eight seconds. <laughs> I don't know how long you have to microwave an aluminum can before it explodes. <laughs> but I'm guessing that number's more than eight Well, we, we know that it lasted eight seconds. Well, I did put a fork yeah. in it. <laughs> oh, that's important. That's how you know it's done. So 4.01 untapped. Yep. I don't know. Do untapped ratings skew high or do they skew low? Because I know on Letterboxd for movie ratings, everything skews like one and a half points higher than you would think. Um, we'll put it this way. Two and a half is definitely not average. Like it would be if it was just, I guess, just like in academics, 50, if you get a 50, that's not average. Right. So everybody rates it like a grade where if you give it a, a three, that means barely passed. Right. Right. Actually, there was an interesting, um, I guess, comment on our, on our discord from, I think it was from Sal who said, uh, found this on Reddit, pretty good system. Five is best version I've had of this style. Four, genuinely enjoyed, would buy, plus recommend. Three, okay, wouldn't buy again. Two, drinking a full pour is a struggle. One, best dumped down the drain. So thanks, Sal, slash Reddit, slash random chalkboard creator. The hell is point two five then? Interesting. I feel like threes need to be worth more. Otherwise, you're really not yeah. utilizing the scale. The scale, if the scale's too top-heavy, there's really no reason to... You know, what is a, a half-star beer versus a one-star beer? If a three is, I wouldn't buy it again. You know? I mean, for the most part, the right. scale, Jason, is 3.75 to, to 5. And then, like, a bad beer is 3.5. At least it's from what I've seen. Like, we've rated some things lower, but I think we is also... Untapped, are... Is untapped like Yelp, where if you give it a bad rating, the brewery calls you and yells at you? <laughs> no. I don't know. It sounds like you've had some interesting Yelp experiences <laughs> to me, Jason. I want to hear about this story. I can't talk about it. I, I can't. I assigned an NBA. <laughs> yeah. They're, you gave them a... At the end of the day, though, they're a, a five-star restaurant. Absolutely. <laughs> you said Yelp, and I immediately thought of M- IMDb because of movies earlier, and I was about to make a Brandon Fraser joke again. <laughs> <laughs> you know Yelp, the IMDb for food. Yeah. <laughs> Same horrible message boards. So... Uh, yeah, so if this beer is, you know, I'm going to help Jason out and say that this beer is probably better than a four. Knowing Fat Orange Cat, and this is just the fact that it's 11% stout. And knowing that nobody rates anything less than a four. Right. And I'll give you that there's 647 check-ins on Untapped. 647 that's check-ins. A, that's, a decent, right. that's a decent number of check-ins for this beer in particular. So 532 of them rated it a five. No, fives are even rarer than ones. 
No, nothing gets a five. Twenty-one people gave it a five. I'll give you so that. Nobody gives oh, okay. it. Hang nobody on. gives it okay. less than a four, and nobody gives it greater than a four and a half. The lowest. Now you're getting the it. lowest rating there was. One person gave it a point two five. Always. <laughs> they don't like coffee, and they. You know why? They probably didn't microwave it for eight seconds. Right. They put it in for seven, like a dumbass. Yeah. Yeah, you're not supposed to have it when it's 15 degrees below body temperature. It needs to be 8 degrees. Just 8. All right, so I'm going to guess a 4.15. You are very close. I was going to say, that's a good guess. 4.14. Well, you didn't give me much of a window to guess in. 4.14. So you were 0.01 oh, that is pretty off. close. <laughs> Damn, okay. That's, that's I mean, you were basically good. like, guess somewhere between 4.11 and 4.16. And I got it. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a, it sounds like a very nice beer. on the board yeah sounds like a great beer I, I i would drink that beer chris it reminded me of um uh outer lights libation propaganda libation propaganda it also reminded me of uh the one from fox for ashlon mm. so it's, it's i would similar. say that this one is better than both of those okay it sounds like it's more coffee-y than the, both it's of those. It's definitely more coffee-forward than either of those. It's also a lot stronger than the other two as well. Like, the other two are not 11%. Or so it's five. got two things going for it. More booze yeah. and more coffee. There you go. <laughs> so, Tud, you have had this one. I had a, a taster of it okay. at uh, 12%. Got you. Oh, nice. Yeah, because Fat Orange Cat doesn't brew out of their brewery anymore. They only brew out of 12%. Mm. Okay, well... You I are the last me. one up. Jason, great job on your presentation. So relieved. I can just relax from now on. All you can do, have to do now is just drink 14 ounces of beer. Yep. You know, 11% alcohol beer. Slowly get more talkative as the night goes on. <laughs> then we get Jason's real opinions on movies. <laughs> I have to do a lot of editing if you want my real opinion on movies. Yeah, I don't want to do a lot of editing, actually. <laughs> the number one thing I try and do on this show is edit less. That's why I've been on my best behavior this entire time. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm looking out for you, Obert. So I made mention two weeks ago that I had a special beer for Valentine's Day, and it's from one of the you know the podcast's favorite breweries, Abomination, um, and it's called Love Letters from Hell. I think we're at the point now where Abomination might be the most reviewed brewery on the podcast. Definitely top six. This is a uh, milkshake-style triple IPA with candy hearts, sprinkles, marshmallows, milk sugar, vanilla bean, strawberry, and then strawberry ice cream, and artificial colors. That sounds like Valentine's Day in fourth grade in a beer. <laughs> um, this This puppy weighs in at... 9.6 ABV, and the can art is a demon writing a love letter, writing a Valentine out with little hearts. <laughs> That's awesome. It's pretty awesome. So uh, I'm, I'm, I had to buy it because it looked really unique, and I was like, this... How do you not buy yeah, that? You have yeah. to try something that has all this crap in it, especially from Abomination, because if, any, if anybody's going to pull it off, it's going to be them. I'm excited to see what the artificial colors look like, although it is pouring out to be... Very IPA looking. So um, it did pour out to look exactly like your standard New England style IPA. Yeah. It lights up like a halo, but it's not. Um, you're not. You're not seeing anything through it, so you're going to be able to hide from a dinosaur pretty easily. But you would be able to see the sunrise. On the nose, it just smells like your standard of uh, you know milkshake 
style IPA. Maybe a little bit of hints of strawberries, but it just, it honestly just smells like, to me, a standard abomination milkshake style IPA. I feel like it's going to be sickeningly sweet. So uh, let's... It sounds like it's going to be sickeningly yeah, sweet. Yeah, it kind of smells a little bit like it on the nose. Um, ugh. All right, let's dive in. I mean, it's abomination. It won't be that bad. Okay, uh, I, get, you know, I like beer. beer. The na 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 makes, <laughs> makes me feel mellow. Makes beer. me feel <laughs> mellow. Do, do, do. <laughs> it is sickeningly sweet. Um. <laughs> Surprisingly pretty bitter, too. I mean, it is a triple IPA, so it does have a shit ton of hops in it. You do taste the strawberries. Um, the strawberry and the strawberry ice cream kind of together give you a very strong strawberry flavor. Uh, I don't know the last time I had a candy heart to tell you if it tastes like a candy heart. Um, I, am, I mean, I feel like candy hearts taste like chalk, so. Yeah, I, it's been, I feel like I was like 12 the last time I had a candy heart. It's the last time you guys have had a candy heart. More recently than that. I don't. I don't remember. I. I don't remember. I was trying to think if sometime, CG brought it sometime in the last ten years. Um, sprinkles. I don't really. I mean, it's all the sweetness. It's, it's just a shit ton of sugar. You definitely taste the the marshmallow flavor. Tastes like you know, like it's got like it tastes like an IPA that has marshmallow in it with strawberries. It's ultimately what it tastes like. It's pretty bitter. Um, the can does not tell me what the IBUs is, but I'm sure Untapped has some type of IBU rating on it. But it wouldn't shock me if this was you know 90s, if not into the hundreds. It's just it's decently bitter for being as sweet as it is Untapped doesn't it just says zero so i think that means na it's a good beer it's not abomination's best beer um that would be wild if it was. <laughs> <laughs> they start brewing this year round <laughs> you know I, I like abominations wandering in the fog series when it's one hop and you can dedicate the entire taste to that uh went to fox farm this past weekend and you know just reminded again about how how good just standard, really solid IPAs are. Um, this one, it's not bad. It's not my cup of tea. Uh, if this was not Abomination, I probably would not have bought this, given all the the adjuncts. Um, and it, I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it a three seven five. It's good. It's not fantastic. Um, d- definitely probably the lowest beer I've rated I've had by Abomination. Okay, so be honest with me. If I gave you this beer in a can without a label, and I asked you to rate it. Would it still be three seven five? I think it would still would it be, be a, higher, or would it be lower? I think it would still be a three seven five. It's a it's a good beer. It's not my beer, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's not like a. It's not shitty. It's not a terrible beer. It's not skunked. It's not doesn't have any off flavors. It's just I prefer my IPAs to be a little bit more hop forward, like my New England style IPAs be a little more hop forward. I don't like all the adjuncts as you know normally, but this one, given who it was, I had to try it. Right. Um, I I know Untapped is going to have this high because it's abomination. Is there how many chickens is there or are there? Five thirty-nine. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say similar to Jason's. I'm gonna say one or four point one eight. Close? As close as you can get without being better than Jason. It's a four point one six. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. No, I'm surprised it gets that high of a review with this like total lactose sugar bomb. It's yeah, it's that's I mean, some people like it, I think, and that's it's a thing. I mean, breweries all over the place add in milk sugar and marshmallows, and they're going for that mouthfeel, and I, I feel like it just gives off too much of a sweetness. You know, I prefer more of like a burst from Fox Farm, or they're like they're wandering mm-hmm. in the fog series. I prefer just give me the IPA with one hop. Chris, what do you think of like the lactose IPA trend? I was just thinking about it, because 
Ted was Ted was talking about, oh, I'm, I don't normally go for the adjuncts. And I was like, well, you go up to Barrel Souls. And then you mentioned again it was an, an IPA. And I, I was like, well, that throws so many wrenches into it all. <laughs> yeah. like, I bar- like adjuncts and other styles of beer. Right, yeah. Um, I don't know. It. I think if it's – I don't mind it. I think it needs to be done right. This does sound like it would be too much even for me. And I, I like sweet stuff. but sounds Chris, like- I'm going to save you one. That that's that's fine, yeah. I, for for uh, when you're here next, and uh, mm. you could try it. It won't and it won't be that old. So yeah, no, no, that'll be uh, that'll be good. Yeah, I definitely um like. I'm trying to think of like what the uh, what was it? They did the the pumpkin the a pumpkin IPA too. That was that very one was good. good. I like that one. So I think it's just hit or miss depending on depending on the flavors. This one does sound pretty sweet, <laughs> but you know, I feel like I have diabetes. Just. <laughs> Sipping on this beer a little bit. I mean, it your, is sweet. Your teeth are rotting out yeah. from the inside out. Like there is yeah. like a there's like a sugar film in my mouth a little bit. Would yeah, you say no, you rated no that? thanks. Three seven five. Three seven five. I think it's funny that you yeah. gave it that high of a rating when I watched you grimace every single sip. <laughs> it's yeah. It's still a That's... solid, solidly brewed beer though. Like I, th- I think you know. Some of like a, like a some of Chris and mine's early home brews did not deserve to be probably a three seven five where we rated it. It probably probably needed to be like a like a two seven five or like a like a two and a half. Like this is still so you're saying you're admitting here on the pod that you're just bad at rating beers. <laughs> well, I think I was back then. I'm, I'm a I'm a I'm a new tud. You know, I'm I'm a new and improved tud. New and improved tud. Whatever his actual rating is, he adds one whole ass star. <laughs> No, I do think... That's how I write Marvel movies, so it's fine. Yeah, you just add a star. Yeah, add a star. I do think that uh, whenever you rate a beer, that's... You got to stand by your own ratings, you know? Like, that's... Don't let anybody bully you into a different rating, you know? No, I I uh, rated this without Jason influencing me. If a beer calls you a certain number, sometimes you look back the next day or whatever, you're like, oh, I don't remember it being like that. But sometimes in the moment, you just got to throw out a rating, you know? And stand by it. I'm going to go on but. untapped later tonight and see that Tud actually knocked it down to a 3.25. <laughs> yeah, we get the, uh, the the untapped controversy on the podcast. <laughs> um, but Jason could not be un, uh, uncrowned here as 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 man of the people this week. He is uh, he's the one. He's the the frostiest of the mugs, I guess. Um, At 91 degrees. At ninety-one degrees, let's let's all let's all give Jason some honks here. You know, I think he's earned them. Honk, 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 honk. I wasn't sure if I'd get the honks or if it would be a sound added in post. So I'm glad I actually got to hear the honks. Yeah, you you earned the real sound. Now that the soundboard is broken, I'm doing a lot more of the adding stuff in post. It's but it's under construction. Yeah, I don't think that those. Construction. The workers haven't shown up in months, down but, but, the, yeah. but the building's still There's under some construction. There's cobwebs on the construction side. It's like that brewery in downtown Whitefish. It's there. We just don't know when it's. Oh, it's be. open. It's open now. Well, it took what two years? Yeah, it did take two years. So we got time. Um. Yeah. Well, COVID happened. What's your excuse? COVID. <laughs> so once this whole uh, novel coronavirus nineteen thing clears up then ted will have the soundboard up and running yep guaranteed once COVID is no uh, longer sh- infecting sh- people so does uh, each by sound Easter, I think it have to be socially gone, distance so. is that why 
Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was just too much. I didn't have enough monitors to to to, to, to have six all the feet sounds apart up. for yeah. each individual sound. Yeah, it's not that they have to be on different spots of the hard drive. The monitors where he keeps the the picture of the file, right? Uh, the shortcut for the file have to be six feet apart. Yeah, yeah. I tried. I bought an eighty five inch TV just for it, but <laughs> turns out six feet's pretty big. Yeah, <laughs> not big enough. Um, uh, all right. Well, it's time. It's time, as I alluded to, to head over to that frosty mug. Oh, pull out our special four handled frosty mug. Hang on, because eh. I've got to address this here because this just came out, and I know it was talked about in our Discord. The controversy with Barreled Souls and their wax. Um, so Barreled Souls decided a couple weeks ago to get rid of the wax on top of their bottles. It's big controversy. People freaked out. Today, Barreled Souls email, sent out an email saying that they're going to barrel some of their... They're going to wax some of their bottles going forward and not wax other of their bottles going forward to try to appease both parties. And nobody, nobody was happy. They, <laughs> hang on, hang on. So maybe we got to take a step back here. They used to bear, whack, put wax on all they their bottles. They used to put wax on all of their special release bottles. Anything that had... Why like, did they stop? So, all right. So, Barreled Souls used to put wax based on the, the... The wax color was based on the type of bourbon barrel that the beer was aged in. So, rye was was waxed with red, regular standard bourbon black, uh, green with sagamore. There tons of colors. Gold, silver, white. All of them. Brown? There was a brown. Yeah, there was a brown. Um, no black though. They're black for sure. Bl- purple? There was a purple. What about red? Yes, red was uh, red was uh something. Teal? Indigo? Blue? There's blue. Yellow? There's yellow. Blue vermilion. Is that red? What is vermilion? Red's vermilion's red. Right? It's a city in Pokemon. <laughs> Chrome? <laughs> Chrome. There was a there was a silver with like like uh, uh sparkles in it. So. Count it. So people were complaining. Some people were complaining that the wax smelled. I've drank tons of these bottles that are waxed. I've never noticed a smell from the wax. So did they say that the wax, smelly wax made their beer smell bad? They, no, they just or said just that the the, the, the wax the bottle smelled. So people were complaining that it smelled like a sewer. I've never smelt it. Had them in my car. Drove them back from Maine. They're in my house. Never smelt it. Uh, so other people said that they were being a bunch of babies and that they should keep the wax. Well, Barreled, apparently because there was enough of an uprising, Barreled Soul says we will no longer wax any of our bottles of beer moving forward. Well, people on the, the, the members, the Barreled Souls Society members, lost their, some of their, some of the members lost their shit. And they started a hashtag, hashtag uh, keep the wax. And so every time Barreled Souls posted anything, these people bombarded their posts saying, hashtag keep the wax, you know, bring back the wax, blah, 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 blah. Well, to, driving up that engagement at least. Well, today Barrel Souls responded and said, "Hey, we heard we heard you, and we heard we heard the people who don't want the wax. We heard the people who want the wax. So we're going to hashtag some wax. Yes, <laughs> hashtag some wax. So they're going to wax like special release bottles, uh, magnums, double barrel, double barrel aged beers, things of that nature. And when they when they send out the email to the the bottle society members, they're going to now indicate." This bottle has wax. This bottle does not have wax. So therefore, those who want the wax can stock up, stock up on the wax bottles. And those who don't want the wax can stock up, stock up on the bottles that are not waxed. Okay. So when you started this conversation, I was like, what are these crybabies so upset about? But now at this point, I completely agree with the people who are upset. Because you could have said, what I thought hashtag some wax meant was, we're going to put wax on half the bottles yeah that's what i thought everything we brew nope and then you choose if you want wax or not but now 
nobody's happy because you still want all the beer, but some of them are not going to have wax, which people don't like. Some of them are going to have wax, which other people don't like. Correct. I, I agree that they that they did a bad job with this. <laughs> Correct. So now, so Ober, now they're back Ober at square is also one, upset now. Like. Uh, yeah, I didn't even care before. Now I'm like, how do they screw this up so bad? It, it, so, it is a very, very bad job. <laughs> so rather than just find a different wax and just use a different wax, because a lot of beers, a lot of breweries use wax and none of them smell. It's for whatever reason the wax that Barreled Souls uses, it's easy to peel off. It's by far the easiest wax I've ever had to peel off a beer. Rather than just switch up their wax, they've decided to eliminate it, then now bring it back part part way rather than just choosing a new wax supplier so this is where we're at in the great wax debate of 2023 as of this recording barrel souls has brought back the wax sometimes yeah i i'm i had no opinions on this and now i'm up and now i'm angry well, what is your <laughs> wax, Thank wax you. or no wax i told you they should put wax on half the bottles and then when you come in you get to ask but we buy them online we buy wax, them through email don't wax or no preference, you know? But we buy them through email. Okay, even easier. Yeah. You should pay extra for no know, We have to pay extra for no wax. <laughs> no wax. We will we will hand remove the wax in front of you when you pick it up for five dollar fee. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm getting back to the frosty mug before I was uh so rudely cut off. But no, I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. Maybe by the time this episode comes out. More to come. Though there will be uh, an answer. Find out in two weeks. Um, but okay, reaching deep into the freezer for the four-handled frosty mug, filling it up with life hacks, wisdom, movies that one fourth of the podcast has watched. Um, it's uh, it's time for the frosty mug of wisdom. But first, uh, this lovely song by Jordan. Jordan, take it away. Test your handle. Test. Mug of wisdom. Drink. Mug of wisdom. All right. Thank you, Jordan. Um, you can find his defunct podcast, Wreck My Podcast, on YouTube. Um, that's it. That's all you need to know about Jordan. He's a cool guy. But Jason, as guest slash 100th off guesser, you are in custody of the mug. Who uh, who do you want to start filling this mug? Well, I think I'm just going to go first so I'm not sitting here nervous getting PTSD-style flashbacks to 10th grade. <laughs> The time you had to talk 10 minutes ago. The time I had to talk. <laughs> Absolutely terrified for 10 minutes. What am I going to say? And then I just said something ridiculous, which is usually how my life goes. <laughs> so uh, I guess I'll go first. And as I was introduced as the movie guy, it's only appropriate that I have a TV show as my handle. Because <laughs> I watch maybe one TV show every five years. And I'm currently watching one right now that I like a lot. It's called Poker Face. It's on Peacock. I think new episodes come out uh, every Thursday. Have either of you seen the show or heard about it? I've been, I have not. I've been waiting to find somebody who had watched it so they could tell me if it was worth my time in watching it. Continuing with the theme of what quarter of the podcast have <laughs> yes, we watched of it? of course. 
Well, I liked it, so now you have one person endorsing it. Um, Listen, usually when you endorse something, I usually go out and I watch. I usually watch the endorsement. And yet you still haven't watched Barb and Star go to Visto Del Mar, which I've told you to watch twice now. I don't think you have. All right, well, now I'm telling you a fourth time. Secret fifth mini handle. Mini handle. I'll take that one. That's fine. Go watch (laughs) Barb and Star go to Visto Del Mar. Okay. Where can I watch it? I have no idea. I think you had a handle at one point in time. (laughs) Once. I will use that handle. That you could use to find out. Anyway, uh, that's not my handle. (laughs) So my actual handle is PokerFace, created by Ryan Johnson. I know a lot of people hate him and think he's a devil, but I like everything he does. Uh, He also made my favorite Star Wars movie. So Legit thought his name was Rain. (laughs) A little bit of dyslexia there. yeah, well, it's also not how you spell right. <laughs> fair, fair. So, Poker Face. Um, so, is it the, the the life story of Lady Gaga? It or? is mercifully they, not they all sing about ra, Lady Gaga. Uh, 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 the whole the whole show. It's just that it's like a Rick and Morty. Is it episode. at least the theme song? <laughs> well, the, the poker thing only really comes up in the first episode as like a, a setup for the main character played by Natasha Leone. She uh, was a poker player at one point because she was really good at catching people bluffing. So now she's so she's really good at telling people are lying, and that's kind of the premise of the show, which is an inverted detective story where she is the detective, even though she's not actually a detective. So uh, each episode is its own self-contained story. She ends up in some podunk town where some you know, celebrity guest star commits a murder in the opening scene, and you see the murder, so you know exactly who did it and why, and the entire episode is how she figures out who did it nice how many episodes are out right now it's either six or seven episodes out they've all been good yeah i've enjoyed all of them uh they're they're pretty funny they're not um overly comedic but they have have their moments where they're funny have some episodes are a little more tense or thrilling so there's it's kind of a mixed bag of what you're gonna get in each episode i may have missed this ryan johnson is who for just, I know who he is, but he's the, the creator of the show. Yeah, but no, how would other people know him? Like he made Knives Out, Glass Onion. That's what I was trying to, to dig into. Brick, a little bit. everybody's favorite movie, Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Someone, I think, universally acclaimed as the best Star Wars movie. It is universally. <laughs> it's my favorite. That is a genuine opinion. Again, we've we've said that that. Are your, are your toes <laughs> Everyone crossed? Everyone else has, has different opinions than Jason. Yeah. <laughs> and you're all wrong. The Last Jedi is the best Star Wars movie. Uh, I think you just like it because it's like the the kamikaze pilot that took down the whole battleship of Star Wars. <laughs> it's the the one scene everybody hates as a metaphor for <laughs> that movie in the entire franchise. <laughs> Perhaps I don't even remember watching. I know I watched it, but I don't even remember. I, like I don't even remember the. Kamikaze I did not pilot. watch it. I never saw it. So, um, but okay, Jason, who's going next? Who are you handing the frosty mug off to? I think I'm going to hand this mug off to Chris. All right. So I know I've I know I've talked about this guy's music before, um, but he's releasing a new album. And I'm very excited about it. Um, I think I've talked about him. I I was trying to actually look how far how far how long ago I've talked about his music, but um, there's someone on YouTube named Peyton Parrish. 
Um, and he does, uh, well, he does like a lot of his own stuff. He does, uh, but the thing that I love him most for is he has, a, he had a Disney cover of, um, I'll make a man out of you from Mulan. Uh, and he is a like metal, like, uh, just a metal singer. Hmm. Um, and it came out really good. Uh, it was really awesome. I've talked about this before. Um, well, he and his band are releasing a Disney album this upcoming Friday called the most magical album on earth. Um, and there are 15, uh, re- redone, uh, Disney songs that, uh, he's released. I want to say half of them already on YouTube, uh, which is what I've been listening to them to, to them to. And I'm so excited for it. Like, I can't wait till, like, till they, he releases the rest of them. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, he's got like the classics on there, you know, let it go. <laughs> the colors of the wind and um go the distance uh son of man phil collins of course uh so if you guys like disney music which i know everybody does obviously um you guys should really check out the youtube videos and then there's gonna be uh the album is gonna release this upcoming friday so for sure 100 percent, i'm gonna be getting it so um i will put a, i'll put a link to one of the newer songs in the di- uh, well no we got the we got this we got the whole the official site we'll put we'll link to it and you can see the songs that he has uh redone um but i highly suggest especially if you like uh like metal music and all that fun stuff like check it out because yeah I think he does a really you awesome said job. if you like disney music i think that's the less important of the two genres to like <laughs> he's not like he's not like full-blown like screamo or anything but he definitely gets he definitely gets hard like a little hard in there so um i think it's fair to say that there's more disney music fans would dislike this album than metal fans (laughs) i think if you're a metal (laughs) fan it's not that big of a job yeah um but his 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 other work is also really good so like he's just a very talented musician so check him out all together but this this album in particular very excited for yeah i don't know why i don't remember hearing about this um because i'm, I'm almost, always i'm always I'm interested in uh you know mashups or different genre covers so if i a metal cover a of um, Really? If I didn't use him as a handle, just go back in that episode. I didn't have a handle. Put him in there because that's where it should. I should have used him before for sure. The retroactive uh, two handle for one. I like. There it. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Oh, but anyways, who wants who wants this four handled mug? This ninety degree four handled mug. Jason, next? your your choice. I get to pick the third person. Yeah, you 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 won. You get All to right. choose everything. So I want to see Chris hand that mug off to Tud. Beautiful. Exactly how we rehearsed it. Exactly. <laughs> so um I've got a I've got a uh a game to recommend. Um the only reason I played it was because of the person who plays all the characters and designed the whole game. And so the game is called High on Life and it's written and voiced by uh Justin Royland, who did all the Rick and Morty shows, Solar Opposites. He has the voice in all those. He's also the voice of this entire game. Um, so it's the, the the game premise is that you're this teenager and aliens invade Earth and then you you get teleported to a different uh, different solar system, a different planet, and basically you're tasked with going on and saving the world by becoming a bounty hunter. And your gun talks back to you, and it and it sounds like Morty from Rick and Morty. So the entire game is very much in the the 
the humor style of Rick and Morty. Um, it's free on Xbox Live. You can buy it on Steam. You can buy it on PlayStation. Um, it's not on Nintendo Switch, I don't think. But if you like, if you're a big fan of the Rick and Morty style humor, um, I recommend trying this game out. It's pretty decent. It's a shooter. It's a first-person shooter. Um, it's not overly hard. It's not overly long. But you should get some comic relief out of it. And it's always nice to play a game that's a little bit out there versus some of the ser- more serious games that we talk about on here from time to time have e- have any of you three heard of this game played this game know anything about this game i've never heard of this never no. heard of it no i recommend neither. checking it out uh it's well worth your time um probably can be beaten probably about 12 hours how much was the cost uh, i mean i'm not paying 60 dollars for a game i'm spending 12 hours i have it. no idea i played it for free on xbox oh with like the game pass or yeah, whatever with, with the game pass and so nice. I thought it was fantastic, um, very Rick and Morty-esque, uh, a lot of different, like, you know, much like Rick and Morty where they flip through, like, the television channels and there's a channel about everything. They do that in this game where every channel is fully flushed out. You can sit there for hours and watch it if you want to. Um, tons of different little, like, Easter eggs. It's basically like Rick and Morty in a video game, just without those characters. And now, you know, now with, with Royland's issues... Who knows if we'll ever see another thing by him, let alone a video game by him again. What what issues? He got like he got like me too. I think he's 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 canceled, he's canceled. currently. He's canceled currently. Uh, okay, so we're just promoting this canceled guys. I game. think the game is still fun, and I still think his shows are fun. I you know you don't have to like the man. You can like his. <laughs> you heard his, it here. Listen, we, I talked about Braveheart at the beginning of this this podcast, so I might as well just loop it all back around with another person who's canceled. So, all right. Cool. Well, <laughs> that is a hundred percent Tud's handle. <laughs> There's Tud's Take handle. No ownership of that handle. Um, so I'll fight the woke mob. But all right, let's go. <laughs> that leaves me as uh, the last person to to fill up this frosty mug extra full this week. I never thought about it, but I guess our metaphorical four handled mug must be you know thirty three percent bigger than our three handled mug to fit all that extra wisdom. Well, has another um, handle. I think we just all have a little bit less wisdom. We have less wisdom on these weeks. Yeah. Um, not naming any handles or anything. But uh, um, this week, I'm going to recommend an older show, bingeable show, that I just started getting into. Um, and that is Letterkenny. So continuing the theme, have any of the three co-hosts seen this show? I've not. seen Megan. it on Hulu, uh, like in passing. I've heard of I've it. heard those okay. two words, but not pushed together like that. Um, the show starts off with like the title screen tells you that there's five thousand people in the town of Letterkenny, and these are their problems. And it's uh, a town in Ontario, Canada, and there's like the different cliques. There's like the meth heads, the hockey jocks, the like farm, the farmers, or they call them their their insulted name is they're the shirt tuckers. and um (laughs) and it's it's a different type of sitcom than normal i think it's still you know whatever the 22 minute length sitcom which is the kind of show i like to have just on in the background or something lighthearted. but the dialogue is like lightning fast paced like a and b uh kind of repertoire like just two people kind of spitting jokes off of each other back and forth uh, just working in a lot of puns and it's really fast and the plot of the episodes are usually are fine but the those comedic back and forth dialogues are hilarious and uh, I'll put 
like one of my favorite clips so far. Just like I'll find one on YouTube and throw it in the show notes. The scenes are like said, super quick. And uh, I normally watch my movies and TV shows with captions on, but I feel like with how fast the dialogue goes, I can't because it'll ruin the joke by saying it on the screen before I get to hear it. So sometimes I feel like I have to pay extra attention to the show because they come so fast and um, they're just like usually just ridiculous puns. But uh, I think season one's like six episodes. I think it's one of those shows that started off as like an indie show, kind of like It's Always Sunny did where it's just like some people with a camera that wanted to make a TV show and they made a pilot themselves and it's hilarious. So is it an FX check show? it out. No. Um, I think the title screen says crave, which I don't know what that is. Might be a Canadian thing, but um, crave TV or something like that. But I believe Hulu is the place. Like you said, Ted, I think that maybe they picked up, picked it up later seasons where I'm only on season two right now. So I think Hulu got involved at some point, but well worth your time. Um, there is your second, second TV show in the frosty mug for this week. So check it out. At least spend the 30 seconds to watch what's, uh, I link in YouTube in the show notes. You'll, you'll know right then and there if the show is for you. All right. And so with that, we'd like to thank you for listening. Uh, we'd like to thank the breweries who provided today's beers. I will thank Abomination for their love letters from hell. I will thank Sierra Nevada for their hop splash. I'm going to thank Ellipsis Brewing, Chris's, Chris's favorite brewery. With uh, Buster Sword. And I will thank Lipton for their patched blue ribbon. (laughs) (laughs) The room temperature PBR. Yes, room temperature PBR. Please make sure you head over to social media everywhere and follow us at DAWF Podcast. Also make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Head over to Discord and join the conversation over there if you want to see things like the, the untapped rating scale or the conversation more about the Barreled Souls Wax. That's the place to find that type of conversation. Also head over to Patreon and for as little as a dollar a month, you get an extra episode of... Uh, drinking alone with friends that about 20 minutes in life maybe some 30 minute episodes in there maybe some 10 minute episodes in there uh obert's uh drinking alone with obert is over there so if you want to hear that go check that out um also please make sure you're telling your friends your family everybody that you know that loves beer to check out our podcast and make and also head over to your your favorite podcast app and leave us a five-star rating and review because that really honestly does help and with that my name's Todd. my name's chris my name's obert my name's jason Oh, am I supposed to say it? Okay, hold on. Uh, what was the, all right? If you're consuming alcoholic beverages with no one else around, do it in front of a computer with other people alone in front of their yeah. computers. Got it. Oh, nice. Got it in one. It's like you've been doing this for years. Well, the audience doesn't know I've actually been on 47 episodes, but I get edited out with every single one. Yeah, he just kind of silently sits there and just nods along. What makes you think you're not going to be edited out of this one? No, he says that at the end of every one. (laughs) He's just hopeful that this is the time that I'll let it slide. (laughs) I don't know if I want this to be the time I'm not editing it. Yeah, maybe uh, we'll have to have you on for a Mr. Oscar clip when it comes time. Coming up, Mr. Oscar season's almost here. I thought there was more structure to this show, so I was... uh...